people in this house. Yeah. I mean, we got chickens, so. Got the chickens clucking. We got them clucking. Knucking and bucking. <clears throat> Welcome to the Higher Energy Superpower. This is episode 43 of the Turbo Duo cast. It is a cast. Ah. I am your host, Salvatore Mata, and to my left is my brother from another game show lover. He is the oral assassin. He puts the class in classic gaming. It's Trenton E. Wright the third, Esquire, Esquire. It's clobbering time. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little worried when I hear that. So. Uh, why? Is that from a game? No, it's a CM Punk. Oh, yeah. CM Junk, you mean? No, no. CM Punk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And... The man in the middle. Of course. We have... to diddle. We have have him back. It is, is, of course, the manly manager. He is the shy guy. He is my rye guy, Mr. (laughs) Ryan. My name is Eli Brown. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. And, um, you know, I... Frankly, would like to see you around these parts a little bit more often. Okay, mainly at night. I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> mainly at night. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely bring a different perspective, Ryan, and, and uh, we like having you on here. So, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Pieces fall off, and we just keep rolling. <laughs> like, Dad, you came back. I thought he got. I thought he got the milk finally. I don't know. <laughs> Thought you heard some. You thought you heard some keys jingling. That's not Santa, baby. <laughs> Were those your keys? No, that was, was the lights. Was <laughs> oh, the lights fell. Oh, geez. Well, no, that's good. It makes it better. <laughs> they can't see it anyways. Yeah, keep it real. Short so, car rate production. <laughs> so this is our de facto Christmas episode, guys. So welcome uh, to us. Welcome to us. Welcome to our show. And uh, Merry Christmas to all of you that celebrate Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to those of you of an opposite persuasion. That is totally fine. Um, but <laughs> what? You say it like it's, it's like it's not fine. <laughs> of a different persuasion. It's totally fine. <laughs> I'm not Jewish. I don't know. You know? I do know that it started... That those people exist? Uh, yeah. Uh, honestly, Hanukkah is... If you talk to any person who's Jewish, that's not a huge holiday. It's actually not that big of a deal. It's, it's you know, more of an end-of-year celebration because kind of, you know, we celebrate Christmas, that, you know, they do Hanukkah and families get together and, you yeah. know, it's all good. Um, so... Merry Christmas, happy holidays to all of you guys, and um, we're gonna just we're gonna do a conversation. There's been a lot of news coming out lately that we want to talk about and just do a little refresh. You know, I, I do have to lament the fact that we didn't do as many games this year um, as maybe we would have liked to, but I don't know if we would have <clears> liked to. Well, theoretically, I would have liked to have done oh. more games, but you know, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed just the. The conversation, yeah yeah, 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 me too, me too. I do, I do like it. So you know, listen, we're gonna let the show go where it's gonna go, right? And um, and hopefully you guys enjoy that too. So we're gonna be talking about some news. We'll do some pickups. We'll do kind of the the traditional uh, segments that we do, and just see where it goes. And we might end up with actually some some Christmas memories too. Uh, maybe some we've talked about in the past. Maybe some we haven't talked about. Um, with Ryan here, I want to get some of his perspective on uh, on some of his favorite Christmas memories as well. But I wanted to start out with this oh my gosh so i'm in the shower the other day okay this is a different way to start but go ahead <laughs> and uh i don't do you guys listen to music when you're in the shower no um some it sometimes i do not in the morning yeah um but yeah i listen to i listen to music yeah so i'll put on my spotify 
put it on the windowsill. Yeah. While I'm while I'm you know lathering up. Yeah. Yeah. I, washing off everything. I mean, it doesn't I don't lather up and then turn the music off and say, hey, listen, I gotta stop right here. Oh, so what what gets you, know? you what gets you soaked up? So that's the thing is a, a guilty pleasure song came up. I said I gotta bring this up. I don't know. I, there's this song is a guilty pleasure song. I don't want anybody to know that I listen to it, and so I'm gonna naturally say it here. Um, but my biggest guilty pleasure song is yeah. Natasha Bedingfield's Pocket oh. Full of Sunshine. I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. Yes. It's a good song. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's certain things that I will do privately. And um, singing that song is one of them that I will do privately. Do you guys have any guilty pleasure songs that you're comfortable mentioning on the podcast? I mean, nothing's really a guilty pleasure to me. No, I, you're, I mean, you're, you're unabashed. Yeah, yeah. Say, you'll do anything. I mean, I'll listen. You'll, you'll record yourself singing something. That yes, is, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, you know, bust out in sync. You know, mm-hmm. That's I feel like, every, but see, I, I don't know. In sync really can't be a guilty pleasure because everybody loves in sync. I guess you know what I mean. Like that's at a time it, it wasn't though. Mm. Yeah, but uh, I, don't, I didn't really. I'm trying to think I didn't really I grow up anything. with pocket full of sunshine. Like that was like after I was like a teenager. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Oh, you know? I mean, I listen to a lot of stuff like that. I mean, like, I'll still listen I'm to Call to... Me Maybe on occasion. Call Me Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, I, I own the That's CD. not even like a guilty pleasure. That's just it's like... a great song. <laughs> is that Carly Rae Jepsen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I pulled this that one. This is crazy. Still hear my number. Call Me Maybe. What's the, what's the most, like, chick song? Hmm. Where, ha- where Have All the Cowboys Gone? No, that's just a banger. It's really good. It'd probably be like a like a Jessica Simpson. It's song got a great that, that song's got a great message too. <laughs> she like, did, I mean, where are all the men at? Like where? Yeah. I used to watch the the music video of that back in the day, just on like MTV or VH1 or whatever. Yeah, she um she could belt it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Jessica I don't know. Simpson. You'd have to you'd have to pull Ashley up. Simpson. Nah. Well, <laughs> um, you'd have to pull up pleasure. like some of those old. I can't remember a song she made. Pieces of me is the yeah. That's one. the only song. Pieces of me. That's the only song she had. And the pieces, the pieces oh, of I, me. I got one. Uh, what about uh, Fergie's "Big Girls Don't Cry"? It's just a good song. It is a good song, but that's got to be a. Come on, this a, is a dude, a, a grown dude in a car. So, so, so this is. So, I'll give you one. We built. I the- hope you know. <laughs> I hope you know. Come on. I got you. I got you. Uh, Starship. <laughs> no, none of those are. We built this city by Starship. Oh, you you haven't heard that story that I of that that goes with that song. I, I think I told it on here, but Ryan hasn't heard it. That uh, so when my uncle would stay at my grandma's. Um, or when they were like living in Norwich, I probably was like four or five maybe. And he had like a huge racquetball tournament in, in the morning. And, um, I think I, for some reason, I think I, I was staying over at my, at my grandparent at my grandma's house. And I guess like I would just, <laughs> I guess I would just stand up in the crib and like the whole night I would just sing that song. And which, he, which one? We built this city. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's adorable. He said, you just, never told this on the podcast. I've, I've told you. I, I, maybe on the podcast. I mean, I've mentioned it. Yeah. I would just, I guess I would just stand up in the crib. It's like, we built this city. <laughs> it was like, the, I guess the whole night and he couldn't sleep. And like, <laughs> really? He ended up like losing in the racquetball tournament the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could have happened no matter what. Yeah. Um, but no, it's funny because you mentioned that because actually uh, Adam Carolla ha- does this on his podcast. Not like all the time, but like some. They, oh, really? They call, it, they call it tool tunes. Is is it a tool tune or not? Like, so is it a song you would listen to in your car or is it a song? Is, is it a song you listen to in your car with the windows down or the windows up? Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I think the, girls, kind of the girls don't cry has got to be one you would do with the windows yeah, up. Yeah, that's definitely windows up. Yeah. But I understand if the windows were down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going through some stuff. Yeah. I could see that too. That's, yeah, I could see both. I could see both, but more so with the windows up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's another good one too. I got a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite song by anything related to that band i think all I the know. black IPs are yeah mm-hmm. i mean they're fine no i know they're, they're inoffensive yeah it's just whatever they're very know. energetic like a, let, let's get retarded but they have to change it to let's get it started <laughs> yeah remember that whole thing yes yeah <laughs> yeah but a lot of those songs too i like better like the cleaner versions of them like uh like um like uh what's his name the is it Ski Skilo? No, Skilo. What's uh, the Skilo Green? Skilo Green. Mm-hmm. Like that song is just oh. filthy. Like it's just like how many times can you hear the f word? Like how many? Get you. How many times can you hear the f word though? Like in a song, it's just like, dude, we get it. Like we get it. For like, me, there's no limit. Well, we're working on you, Trent. We're working on you. F it, f it, f it. Um, Pat, Pat Patterson was there. <laughs> What are you guys playing right now? <laughs> like grunty. What's what's uh what are you guys playing right now? What's uh what's uh tingling the senses? Ooh. Um for me, um nothing. Nothing. I honestly yeah, no, I haven't been You've been busy though. I, I You've been busy, you got a I've lot been, going on. I haven't, I haven't even been able to I've been looking at the games. Good, what have you been looking at? It's <laughs> <laughs> kinda like taking around like nice, I got the booklet for that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. It's good, it's good. It's, it's good. always like random. I just like You don't like, even need to do that anymore. You have it in your catalog. <laughs> no, I know, but you know, just to like, like oh look at that one. Well, like, I wanna feel it, I wanna yeah. touch it. I was like, yeah. I'm like if I can't play it right now, I might as well just Do you know how many like I, at least once a week I look at my games and I'm like rock and roll racing. I think I paid fifteen bucks for that. Like, it, what like is it every, going for? What is like it going for? Like hundred twenty-five dollars or something like yeah. that. Yeah, complete. Like, like on Genesis. So, like, <laughs> the game you like to play is the game that's not in the game. It's like, what is this? What did I pay for it? What's it going for now? Do I have it complete? Yeah, or there's some like I'll I'll have um. Some of like just like the cheaper games or whatever, but I still have like the receipt in there from like Game Exchange from like that's, six years ago. I, I usually will do that. I'll keep them. <clears throat> and it's like I paid eight dollars mm. for three complete inbox games because they were doing like Which is wild. They were doing buy two get one free mm-hmm. back then. That wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah they no, stopped like, that a while. I mean, honestly, I haven't been there since they stopped that. Oh no, like, no, that, yeah, that's no. There's no way they would do that anymore. But yeah, that was like, eh. that was like 2017, maybe up until 2018, because I was like mm. in Waterbury then, and I would go to the Game Exchange over there. Yeah. It was like I got like Jurassic Park, Altered Beast, and another game, and I think I paid like ten bucks total because it was like buy two get one free. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! Yeah, it was anything <laughs> under like eight bucks you could get buy two get one, which yeah. is so nice. And that was like all the box games back then. But here's the thing: if they if they're making higher margins now because the games are gone out, why don't they still do those sales? Because it's not like they're gonna they're gonna if they were making money then, mm-hmm. why wouldn't they be making money? Now? They might be more expensive, but. Why don't they do but the two, also, buy two get ones? But they're also giving people m- more money if the games yeah. more now. Yes, but they're also selling a lot more. But garbage. their margins are higher though, right? If they're if if you paid somebody four dollars for the game and you were selling it for ten, let's just say, and then they do a buy two get one, right? Their margin on that game is like four bucks or three bucks. But if they if the game goes for twenty dollars now. Right, and you do a buy two get one. The amount of money you're going to make on that one game is going to be double. I guess with, yeah. with with today's prices. So it's it's like with the with the price increases, you'd think they'd make more money doing it. Well, you know I mean, who I always does a buy three get one is Retro Games Plus. Don't forget to swing <laughs> down and uh, check it out. Oh, do you, do you not on all not on all systems though. No, but I mean the ones the yeah, there's enough there's enough. 
buy th- was it what like for a certain price? Uh, no, there's <clears throat> it's it's buy three get one free cheap uh, cheap cheapest game free up to ten bucks. So I mean you can do that with oh yeah up to ten PS one yeah. PS two PS three original Xbox three sixty Wii DS um, Sega Saturn. No, there's no games. Under we, don't, $10. we don't even have. That's there's not even a game. Under the only, $10 t- the only systems we don't do it on are the ones like we, we literally. If we did that, we would have nothing. I, I know. I know. Like I had, I had to throw that in there. I had to throw that in there. But shameless plug. Cool. What are you playing, Ryan? Hogwarts for the seventh time. No, I I've taken a break <laughs> from Hoggy Potter. Um, I'm watching the movies though for Christmas. I, I don't know if you've it. gotten your value out of that game yet. <laughs> Hoggy Potter. I definitely have. Uh, I, I, it's funny because I have. Are you sure? I have it for PS5 too, even though I don't have a PS5. <laughs> so you look at it like me. Well, I have the digital version on Xbox, and I'm like, well, I need a, I need the, the thing. So yeah, 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 yeah. Why well, they they didn't make a uh, physical? They one did, but I, I at the time it was like recently when I got it, like after it came out, it was harder to find it in the store, and I was like, I don't want to mm. deal with people, so I was just like, I'll just. Right, you only work in a retail store. I do enough of that, mm-hmm. um, but. Yeah, so instead of that, I've been playing a little bit more uh, Minecraft. I started a new world on that. So of that's course, Minecraft. Pretty, yeah, it's it's like me and like Doom and Resident Evil. So I was doing that a little, uh, yeah. quite a bit, Sonic, actually. Yeah. And then uh, oh, recently... Yes, the Sonic story. Wow, this uh, is a yeah. big one. You guys t- got your ears turned up? Listen to this one. So I've, I had never beaten Sonic or really played much of Sonic. Uh, I had it forever. And Sonic? I, yeah. Context. So, yeah, so Sonic the Hedgehog, I finally... Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> The first one. The first one. Okay. I have the Sonic Origins collection, so I was like, "I'm gonna finally play through this." Oh, you booted it up on the Origins collection. Yes. Were you using save states? It has infinite lives. I don't care about the infinite lives. <clears throat> That's fine. But, but you beat it in one sitting. Yep. <laughs> That's a lie. No, oh, wow. I, it's true. It oh. just sucked. Oh, uh, just the way you said it. Yep. It, it just took you a while. <laughs> yeah, it took yeah. me like a couple hours. Starlight, like, Starlight Zone is uh, is difficult. You know what's funny? That's not the zone I had the issue on. Really? It was Labyrinth Zone, because I kept drowning, and mm. I was getting peeved. I was like, dude. Yeah. So, uh, and then uh, just figuring out the patterns for Final Zone. Okay. But uh, once I beat it, I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was definitely good. I did that. Now you got to go back and do it with all the Chaos Emeralds. That's the, yeah, that's my next goal is to get all the Chaos Emeralds, because I, I, I got three of the five or six. Mm-hmm. Six of them. Yeah, so I got half. Um, just a few stages I wasn't able to get to the end with like all the enough rings to get the I I really appreciate that about the first game how you didn't have to go and like hunt out these areas that had like in Mario and Mario and Sonic 3 and <clears throat> Sonic and Knuckles where you have to like find the areas that mm-hmm. have the the rings I mean I have issues with 3 and Knuckles anyways when it comes to level design so it's so it's like almost getting penalized for not finding them by the end of the level. The idea of having enough coins by the end, it's like, oh, I made it, so mm-hmm. I can actually get to that. Or in Sonic 2, where it's like each gate has an opportunity to get to the special level. Like, that was cool, too. It's like, okay, I know what to expect. These are all over the place. As long as I have 50, I can get to it. Mm-hmm. And that was cool, too. So I, I do like that about the first one, where it's like, you know you're going as as you, to, as long as you perform well within the level... You're going to be able to have an opportunity to get one of these one of these chaos emeralds. Mm-hmm. You could do fantastic in three and knuckles and not see one because, for whatever reason, you just didn't run into it. You know, mm-hmm. you'd have to play that game over and over and over again. And uh, sadly, I don't think that the level design holds up as well as the first two games. So I think 
at least for me, I end up going back to the first two a lot more than than three and knuckles. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I didn't really own three and knuckles, so I it, I am a little jaded. I know Trenton had three and knuckles quite a bit. You played a lot had, of that. Well, I I got Sonic and Knuckles. I didn't. Ha- I, I never had. I got Sonic three later. Okay, but I got Sonic and Knuckles. Do you Actually, know? Do you know Sonic and Knuckles? Like, if you play that, do you know where everything no, is? No, no, no. I didn't like. I mean, that was also like towards the end of my Genesis playing time, like ninety mm, five. Yeah, because then there was like ninety six. I was getting the PlayStation. Right, you know? right. Um, no, but it's like Sonic Two was the one I had. That's the one I remember playing the most. Yeah, yeah. Especially like yeah, the bonus level where you're in like mm-hmm. the tube getting all the, mm-hmm. the rings and everything. Yeah, that was like such a like a fun. I never thing. played that without Tails, and I've heard that you do way better if you don't have Tails with you. Mm. If you don't does it like to, oh. does it like reduce the rubber banding or something? So if you have tails, any coins that he gets, he can lose, and he's not as nimble as you are. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Okay. So it's very easy to like do well in a level and then still not get the chaos emerald because mm-hmm. tails is always like half a step behind you when you jump. He jumps mm-hmm. right afterwards, mm-hmm. and if there's one of those black. Um, tire things or whatever that knocks into you, it just crushes you. Or if it takes his, Crush. even if it doesn't hit you, you you can be ruined in terms of getting that emerald. You know? Yeah, that's true. So, but yeah, no, that's good stuff, man. Congratulations. It's always to, to beat a game, to actually sit down and beat a game and have that accomplishment for a retro style game is is, is huge. It's mm-hmm. like you feel like you you have like equity, like more, more equity in the game. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you've, you've conquered it. So... It's like another one off the list. I got my $20 worth. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So you're, uh, so well, Minecraft, I mean, you could probably mention that every time. Just like I, I could mention, could, I could yeah. mention like Doom every time. But so I will say, I try not to. Other than those, I did start um, the Rune Factory series on my Switch. Um, Rune Factory. I know the name, but I don't yeah, know what the. It's like um, a mix between if you had Harvest Moon, but with some more like dungeon crawling and RPG elements. Okay. So is it like a right. is it like a Steam World dig mixed with Harvest Moon or something? Mm, more Harvest Moon. More Harvest Moon. Yeah, so there's like the farming stuff and uh you know managing your little town, but you can like go out into like these wilder areas yeah. and like fight monsters and stuff. So it's kind of cool. Nice. It's yeah. on a Switch? Yeah, I was playing uh the fourth one and I picked up the third one recently. When you said it, it just sounds like a like a like a pu- like a puzzle game. You know, no, it's it's like a, a bejeweled. Originally started on the DS and then got to the 3DS, and they ported uh, two to the Switch so far. The fifth one is I've heard. Yeah, it does look like Harvest great. Moon. Yeah. yeah, it's very similar. There's a little bit, little bit more action going on though. Yeah, once you get out of the town, you can do more and like actually like fight things, which is kind of cool. That's cool. So yeah. turnips at them and whatnot. No, you have like swords and axes oh. and hammers and made all. out of corn on the cob. Nope, just no. big, no. big, big old sword. It kind of reminds me of the Horde. A little bit. Is that PS1? Yeah. PS1 3DO Saturn. Where you like you're like uh Kurt Cameron and you have to like guard the uh the, the town. And you have like certain like points where you can build certain outer structures to kind of keep the horde from getting in. And you yourself have a sword, so if anything's that get through, you have to like destroy them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that with the big jaws on the front. Yeah. Mm. You have that one? I do. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah. it's on the Saturn too, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's a little chaotic, but it's fun. <laughs> I just for you, you just you know, just like Kirk Cameron. I'm like, oh no, that's actually Kirk Cameron. I mm-hmm. forgot. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's actually Kirk Cameron. Yeah, he saves he saves the king in the beginning, uh, as he would. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's cool, Ryan. I I've actually been uh, messing around with a little bit of uh, NES lately. 
Um, Sal and I, Sal's gotten into hockey lately, and I showed him uh, Blades of Steel. <laughs> Blades of Steel. And he just like lost his mind with Blades <laughs> of Steel. He loved <laughs> such a good game. Love loves playing. I think Blades of Steel and ice hockey were such good representations of that genre. Um, probably, you know, in terms of like showcasing a genre as well as anything could back then. I think they did they did it really well. Um, so he's loving Blades of Steel. Um, you got him RBI Baseball, which is really cool because those games are just simple, easy to understand, easy to get into, and a blast to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we played RBI Baseball a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we used to play RBI Baseball a ton. That was like the baseball game before uh, Sports Talk Baseball in, in our house that we played. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that was like the only... I was like the only like I don't know I'm not saying good but was the was I mean the original baseball baseball was but it wasn't it, it was like the original baseball but it was a very better version of it because the original baseball had like rubber band um, physics or not physics but rubber band gameplay where if you got up by a lot of points you would just start yeah. hitting the ball crap. It was made up yeah. teams, wasn't it? Uh, On the Nintendo one, right? Something yeah. like that. Or they yeah. were just the states or yeah, whatever. Like, the, like, yeah. And the, then it had that weird thing, too, where, like, the fielders would, like... All move. All move. Yeah, it just... It was bizarre. The yeah. first one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. RBI Baseball does that, too, though. Not as bad, though. I feel like... The, it's, like, outfield and infield. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we, play, we played RBI Baseball a lot. I don't know if the other ones are... I mean, I'm assuming they're just the same, a little updated. Like, RBI Baseball 2 and 3 or whatever. Yeah. I don't see... And then when like it got under onto the Genesis, that was the one I played... Oh, RBI Baseball 93. Yeah. I played that one for like a whole year. Yeah, that, that was your jam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten into that one too much. But, um, but yeah, so so loving that. <clears throat> and, um, you know, put in some punch out again. I've been, I was playing some punch out. I went through, uh, beat Tyson again. So I've beaten him for like the 735th <laughs> time, which tells me that my reactions are still good. It's like the way I <laughs> test myself as a man. Like, like, am I losing a step or not? It's like, can I beat Mike Tyson? Because I tried it because I, I, I grabbed the NES Classic a couple of weeks ago for a buddy of mine, and I've been holding on to it. And I said, you know what? Let me just plug it in and see how it plays. NES Classic looks phenomenal the on mini, a modern the screen. The NES Mini? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it looks it looks awesome on a, on a modern oh, screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, um, and I said, let me, you know, punch outs on there. Um, let me boot it up. And I booted it up, and I, and I went straight to Mr. Dream, and I couldn't beat him. Hmm. And I had it in game mode. It is a, it is kind of a crappier LCD LG TV, so it might it might just be that much more of a lag mm, to it. Really. But I I got almost to like a minute and thirty seconds where he stops doing those flash punches where they automatically knock you down. Um, but I, I just barely missed it, so I didn't have a chance to go through all the way. But I probably wouldn't have survived. Um, that's that's a game where like you need a really good scaler that has very little lag or just. Take that yellow and red and just throw it into a CRT. You know, yep. that's what you got to do. Just play it on the OG. Play it on the OG, and that's what I did. One game that I wanted to mention before we move on that I was playing that I don't think gets talked about enough, and this is going back to the NES as well, and it's it's a ex- extremely solid um, run-and-gun game, and that's Heavy Barrel. Heavy Barrel, yeah. It's, it's actually a really good game, and it's a two-player game. It's a it's a, it's basically a top down, uh, run and gun shooter. Um, it's the precursor to Midnight Resistance from okay. from uh, Data East. Another just really high quality, like call it like a seven or eight 
And it's just a very well-made game. It's got good moment-to-moment gameplay. The amount of enemies on screen are like just enough where it's like there's that challenge there, but you feel like you can get through it. It's got the keys that you can get to open up the different boxes to get the heavy barrel. You can make the heavy barrel, but you also get like a spread shot and a fire gun and like all the typical tropes that you would expect. But it's it's a like an arcade translation, and it's just another one of these really good like arcade to NES home ports that that doesn't get talked about. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but this is this is a really I, I'm not going to say it's on the level of Contra. I don't want to go that far, but. It's a two-player, run-and-gun, top-down, kind yeah, of like, like a, scrolling shooter that has some, you oh, know... You, it, is, is it, it scrolls automatically? So it's... I was just going to mention that. So it, it scrolls with you, but then you do have some wiggle room to go back a little bit if you want. Oh. It, yeah, I mean, it... I don't know. Like, let's say I, you I see a box and like it's it's just to the left of the screen. You go to the right a few steps and it's and off it's, screen. You can still get it. You can still go back and the screen will start to scroll a little bit backwards for you. So it's not quite just you know. It's it, it's kind cut of off like a uh, guerrilla war. Mm-hmm. It looks similar. But it's a little bit slower paced though in a way that I like. It's yeah, not yeah. too frenetic where it's like but I feel one, like it's all over the place. This one also goes like left to right too. And it, some, it goes some left points. to right, up down. It goes diagonal. It's like. It's, okay, it's, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a later game. It must be a later game, but it's one of these that doesn't get talked about enough. Like I feel like people who like running guns, people, like people who love Contra, would love this game. I don't yeah. think I've seen it really much either. It's not. I mean, I'm, I don't think it's super expensive, but I just definitely I don't think it not. is. I've definitely no, never I seen. It. I would pick it up. I think you that's have an one NES? of those like ten dollar no. games. Okay, I have the classic though, so I can throw it on there. Throw it on the classic and check it out. It's it, we'll have to boot it up before you guys go. I think it's. I think it's a great game that doesn't get talked about. So sure. yeah, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't have it. It's not in my uh, catalog. Catalog. Hmm. Maybe maybe next game show. You know, you never know. <laughs> Heavy Barrel. Yeah. yeah, it'll be only twenty dollars more. And it's two player, right? Two player. Nice. Yeah. You play with Sal? I only play. You? I just play one player. Oh. He was watching a hockey video, using his roller skates, walking, running around this whole place. And <laughs> did you play through it? You beat it? I didn't beat it. I oh. I, I ran out of continues. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like one of those where like. You learn it, and you can get farther yeah, and yeah, farther. Yeah. And I'm so there's like they have there's like a boss at the end of each level or something. Yeah, or yeah, there is? Oh, yeah. Cool. There's a boss at the end of most most levels. There's a boss. Usually, it's like a helicopter mm-hmm. or like yeah, of course something <laughs> or tank tank something or something like, like yeah. that. <laughs> Large but, military vehicle. But that's yeah. but that's what you want though. You got to destroy you know I mean? a bridge with like all the people shooting at you or something. <laughs> it's exactly what you want. <laughs> it's exactly you what be, you're looking for. You want to be like Choaniki. I don't think I've played that. What is that? Uh, it's a shooter where the, sh- the <laughs> ships are large masculine men. Oh. And then the enemies that you fight are very bizarre looking like people. Oh. It's in Japan. It's like a big the series. The ships are masculine men? So imagine a buffed up dude <laughs> just, just flexing yeah. and just bullets coming out of him. <laughs> On the water. Nope. I think in the air, he's flying like Superman. I think I had that oh, dream. Oh, oh, oh. It's ridiculous, but in a fun way. I think I had that dream last night. What? Just masculine men shooting at me. It's a big thing in Japan, man. I don't know. There's multiple games. <laughs> I just thought it was a weird shooter. And I was like, what was it called? Cho Ricky? Cho I've heard of it. Cho and Nikki. I've heard of it. Well, that's a game. <laughs> so if you guys can find Heavy Barrel, it's not an expensive game. If you have an NES or if you want to emulate it, check it out. But it's it's a great run and gun shooter. And uh, it's two player too, which makes it even that much better. Because it's always, it's like... If it's fun playing by yourself, it's not two times the amount of fun. It's four times the amount of fun if you have a partner. <laughs> it's just simple math. It's exponential. <laughs> um, any new additions? Any any pickups, guys? Um, 
in a way, because I had actually had brought some stuff into Retro Games Plus in oh. Newington on the Brother Turnpike. Ooh. <laughs> um, You're very incestuous, all of you. Incestuous? Yeah. <laughs> Not like yeah. incest. Uh, incestuous. It's a, it's a you know, you're you're kind of feeding yourselves from within. Oh, I got yeah, you. It's yeah. like a human Cut, centipede. Cutting deals. Cutting <laughs> cutting deals from within. I didn't that today. <laughs> cutting yeah, deals I, from within. I don't even know. I don't even remember <clears throat> what I I brought it. I had like a Guitar Hero uh, guitar and bunch of junk. But it was the Xbox no, no, One I, one, so it was worth a bit. Yeah. Oh no, and I brought in a, a that CRT TV that I had mm. in the summer that I couldn't get anyone to buy for fifty bucks, and we sold it. <laughs> Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was quick. You sold it? Yeah. That was quick. It was like. A How did you sell that when I brought in all those other ones and they've been sitting? Because those are big. I mean, I the, the little ones sell quicker. It was. What a, about the little uh, RF one? Did that go? One of them went. The Daewoo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one I brought in was a twenty-four. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it was still light though. That's the oh, thing. Yeah. Because like the problem is the like the really heavy ones. It's like trying. It's it's they, not gotta, just, they have to like come back with someone and get exactly. it. Exactly. They yeah. have to negotiate picking it up. That's the whole other thing. So that pro scan's still there, huh? Yeah, I was, t- I was telling Trent. I'm thinking of uh, if it doesn't sell, I might set it up with some light gun games in the. Oh yeah, dude, what retrospect's got light guns? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I brought a bunch of stuff in, and I still have credit left. I picked up set of vampire vampire night. Um, oh, dude, that'd be awesome. I picked up Shinobi Three for the Genesis loose, the cart. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think it was Operation Shadow on the Engage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh jeez! Yep, and maybe something else. Oh, uh, 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 some manuals. Yeah, you picked up um, manuals. And then I needed a I needed a Guitar Hero disc because I have uh, for the Wii because I have like a bunch of like guitars that I, I need to I need to test test them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I still got some some left over. Oh, and I got um the Jungle Book complete. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, because that was one I had loose, and I was just like I was like I don't feel like. I'm not gonna buy a case or anything right now, but if I can get it here, then yeah, yeah. yeah. And it came enough. with a poster too. Mm. Nice. Yeah, it's a hard game. That that boss fight with Ka. Remember you were over one time when I was trying to trying to beat him. He's like wouldn't die. He hit him like a hundred times. Just kept throwing the bananas he, at him or whatever. He wouldn't yeah. die. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Unless I wasn't hitting him right. But mm. yeah, that's all. But what's that's the all. What's the engage game that you got? Operation Shadow. What is that? It's just it's just like um. You know, like those, like it's just like a, th- it's like a three D. You're like an army person or whatever, and you're just like, soldier out. Yeah, you just I don't really know <laughs> exactly, but are I was, you like, shooting? I, are you fighting? Are you? Yeah, like, you're shooting. You're shooting. Yeah, you know, you're like you fly in a helicopter, or you just kind of be like out on the terrain or whatever, and just like taking out enemies. Like three dimensional, like first person. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you know, like a Tomb Raider style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever get the uh, Elder Scrolls one back? Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, Shadow Key. That's yeah. like a, like a two hundred fifty dollars so game. Or something. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought for some reason I thought you got. Have you played it? What? The Morrowind or whatever. The it's it's fine. What the Elder Scrolls game? Yeah. Oh no no no! I played it on an emulator. It's fine. Yeah. It's just I'd, re- I'd rather play Elder Arena, which was the first Elder Scrolls, but that's yeah. Just me. All right. Yeah, that's all. That's uh, that's all I've gotten. Cool, cool, cool. Um, then, uh, let's see, you got a stack over there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll try to run through this as fast as we can. This game I, I've needed to own. Um, that's right, it's a need, not a want. Um, but also, I, I did want it anyways. Oh, this was... Uh, this was, yeah. <laughs> where, what, Garfield caught in the act or Pac-Man... What was, oh, was, it, it was Pack or Land. Pack yeah, Land. I opened the Pac-Land case. I'm like, oh, you got Rystar in the, uh, yeah. the Pac-Land. <laughs> so Rystar was in there. 
um, I was I was creeping on some um, some uh, boxes boxes online. Really expensive though, right? Yeah, it's like a hundred and fifty uh, bucks for with like the, without the game. without the game yeah. kind of a deal. Um, so I don't know. Eventually, you'll get it. I, I I at least want this is another one where it's like, do I want it just cart only? No, I don't. But I also want to own it. So yeah, and it was there, like, and it just happened to be there. Yeah, so it's like if I can. If I can find one complete and then sell this later on or something, then I'll do that. But lights are down. <laughs> right there is fine. Yep, that's good. <laughs> we tried. That's good, all that matters. It's a good analogy. Uh, this one I've never owned and I've never played before. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. <laughs> Bionic Commando on the NES. Oh, actually, yeah, I was there because that day I went. Yeah. He said you were there like an hour before. I mean, you like, you bought Bionic Commando. I was like, really? Yeah, I've never, <laughs> never played this game. But I've definitely never played that NES one. It's good. Uh, I, it's still it's supposed it. to be legendary. I mean, it's oh, supposed really? to be like a, like a, like a masterpiece. Really? It's like a masterpiece game. I feel like that. I've never yeah. seen that mentioned on yeah. any like list or whatever. This one you gotta, you gotta have in the collection, and I didn't, didn't have it. It's an SNK game before the Neo Geo, and that is uh, POW. POW there on the uh, on the good old NES from Game Time Inc. Instant cash for used games and CDs. Call one eight hundred six five one game. Is that like another heavy barrel kind of game, like Guerrilla War? I mean, it looks like it from the POW. Cover. I th- I believe so. I don't know much about it, but I think it's a two player run and gun style game. I mean, look at that label. Wait, though. Look at look at look at the gold. Yeah, the SNK ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that more like a? Not not to say like a beat em up, but more like more fighting, more hand hand to hand, more kind of like you can kind of roam around on the screen. I think and, so. Um, I think yeah. so. Yeah, but it's another one like SNK made some good stuff. Oh mm-hmm. man, yeah, those those. I mean, most of their NES games are. are I even really like. Good. I grew up with Akari Warriors. I know that's not like something that people love, but like I love that version. Like I love it, even though it was buggy and sometimes it would trip out. Um, I just I love the. The shooting action. I think that's that. That game made me love running guns. Now, what is this thing right here? So this is one <laughs> that I just had to own. Um, just had to have it. I don't know. It's it's it, you see you see the cover and you're like I need to own this. I don't own any unlicensed cards that are not like Tengen. Um, but this one I've never seen before. I just never. I didn't even know it existed. I've heard of like other games in this genre, so to speak. But this is uh, spiritual warfare. From Wisdom Tree, which, if uh, any of you guys know, is the religious-based um, NES <laughs> game pr- production company that uh, was not a licensed provider of NES software. So um, these usually were just reskins of other games. I don't know which one this is. This could be a Japanese game that they reskinned for the American market. But when you look at the cover. And you just see this guy who's supposed to be almost like Axe Battler from Golden Axe. You gotta Axe. love the fact that there's a Boeing 747 in the screen cap on the back. <laughs> yeah, there is definitely a Boeing on the screen. It's just Nothing says spiritual warfare like yeah. first class flights. Write <laughs> <laughs> that on the can box. I, can I see but but like he's like a crusader. Where did you? Uh, but he's got no clothes on. Where did you get this? Retro Games Plus. Oh really? Yeah. For play on Nintendo. If I remember, like, I could be wrong. I, I feel like I heard this at some point. He's packing heat, But I huh? guess, like, mm-hmm. that company was originally just making straight-up, like, copies. What I'm curious of is how did they get the games to work on the NES if Atari was the only one that had the code after they 
kind of cheated any Nintendo into getting it. Well, like that the uh, like I said, I think I remember hearing something along the lines of they were basically doing the Tengen thing. Where they okay. were just putting putting games on the NES unlicensed. I just and, don't know how they bypass the ten NES chip. And I guess to uh, avoid lawsuits, they they just like, oh well, be a Christian company because no one's going to sue a Christian company. And I mean, I, how, how Christian are you if you're stealing property? I don't know. I I could be wrong, but I thought I heard that somewhere. But <laughs> go to the junkyard and restore your faith. Is that what, does it say <laughs> well, that? There's, there's just like there's a screenshot of just like smashed cars or something. It's like. <laughs> It's like go to the recycling center and collect cans. <laughs> you know, it was one of the. It was Exodus is the other other one that yes. I've actually played. And yes. like, there's a beginning where like it's supposed to be like, oh, this is the story of Moses. And there's a part where like you little in the beginning, you're supposed to pull Moses out of the river and you could pick him up, but you can also just chuck him. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is a mechanic that probably shouldn't be in here. That's and I'm funny. Just, but I was just like, all right, it doesn't do anything. He just bounces. But you're like, all right. Correctly answering Bible questions will help restore your health and strengthen your spirit. Does it say that? Yeah. Background gospel music. Password allows you to save game. Full screen status bar with map and score. It tells you your score on the screen. That's a feature. <laughs> That's amazing. So I, I clearly I had to own this. I, you know. I, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I want it. Yeah. So I, I don't have any Wisdom Tree games and... So I was like, you know what? I've never seen this before. I mean, this has got to be kind of rare. First time I ever saw it in the box. Ever. Yeah, yeah. How did you? How did you price this thing? I was mean, it, we just use price charting for just found it. It obviously comes up. You know, I mean, there's obviously. Does this have like a switch on the back too? I don't think so. No, no. the uh, the Wisdom Tree ones didn't, and then I think the Color Dreams ones didn't really either. It's got the Manuel. There's the what the four the Quattros. Those had the switches. <laughs> Do you see what it says on the cart? No. <laughs> says, to start game, please wait up to nine flashes on TV screen. Power Whoa. on. Please wait Quality. seven seconds between power off and on. <laughs> it's got to, like, it's got to, like, f- fake out the system. Yeah, yeah it's got to flash the, the NES. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Well, the top loader doesn't have a 10 NES chip, so maybe it works faster on that. You know? Nice. Oh, it's yeah. even got, is that Bible trivia on the back? No, no, no! It's like a oh, oh it's a, it's not even oh, it's like a fold-out booklet. Yes, yeah. sweet. <laughs> there's you learn something every day, you know. There's always something that you didn't know existed that it does exist. So the breastplate of righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness, <laughs> sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Prizes the fruit of the spirit. Yeah, the pomegranate and the banana. So, anyways, that that's uh, those are my game pickups, and then. Um, this is another one where it was like, why? Um, because I could. <laughs> and uh, that is, uh, you know, I don't do a whole lot of foreign consoles, but I really, really wanted a Famicom, which is the of course you did. Japanese version of the NES, which came out in 1983. And so I picked one of these up for dirt cheap, and it works. Did you, um, was this at Retro Games Plus as well? It was not at Retro Games Plus. This oh. is an eBay purchase. But both controllers work, which is good. And um, the interesting thing about the the Famicom is that it's RF only. And I, I coupled it with something else I'll talk about here in a second. Oh, boy. Um, but it's got very buzzy RF. It doesn't have any RF shielding inside of it. So You're going to have to get that touched up? 
or I don't at or no? I don't know. I'm not, I'm or I I've ordered like four different cables to try to see if I can eliminate it. One's coming in tomorrow, like a like a like a gold plated triple shielded <laughs> RCA cord. Um, but it's 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 serviceable for me, but it's not really something that you'd want to play on. So what, what game is that? That's in there. RBI baseball. Really? <laughs> yes. That's great. Yeah, RBI Baseball, King's Night, and then I can't remember what the third one is. Oh, it's... Uh, um, they came with it? Like you got a little bundle? It's or Star Force. Star Force, the shooter, is the other one that I got. There was uh, three games that I got from Ryan at Retro Games Plus. So, so is, is RBI Baseball... Does, is it, is it's the same text exact in game. Japanese or no? Yep. It is? Well, no, text is, the text is in English. Oh, really? It's playable in English, yeah. The character names are like, you know, in, in kanji or whatever. But right. um, other than that... It's uh, it's pretty much in English, so it's but it's just like it's finicky. So what what I had to do with this thing is it doesn't work on American old school televisions, and you it can no, it doesn't um, because channel one and two are actually channels ninety five and ninety six in America. So their one and two are our ninety five and ninety six. But there's a video on eBay where you see that this this a uh, couple of guys have done it where they've taken off the shell. And on the power board, essentially, there's a potentiometer that you can turn, which changes the frequency to our channel six. So okay. I was able to actually open this whole thing up and then use a little screwdriver and twist it clockwise. And lo and behold, <laughs> I put it on channel six on the CRT. And then all of a sudden you start to see the image roll in. I was like, this is amazing. So it actually does work on a TV that doesn't have 95 or 96, but you got to be willing to open up the shell and actually go in there. But there's no soldering or anything. You don't need to worry about any in-depth stuff. Just make sure you don't lose any screws. Know where everything goes back together. Um, but yeah, I tried to make my own shielding, and it was a disaster. I thought I fried the system because I used aluminum foil. I was just going to say, did you use aluminum foil? Yeah, and I tried to create like a shielding, but it was so tight onto the console that it just turned off any signals from going out. Like nothing was going out. In fact, I told this guy, and he was he felt so terrible because he told me to use aluminum foil, oh. that he went on and bought another console on eBay. Before you, before I had a chance to retest it, of which I was able to retest it and it worked fine. But he's just such a lover that, uh, you know... He felt bad, but it works. It works. I'll say fine, but it's it's unfortunate that there's no shielding in it because, it and that's why you would want to turn this into like an AV mm-hmm. f- version, which you can. You can mod it to do AV, which eliminates the issue with the RF because you're not doing RF at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 a neat little. It's not it's not something that is required, but it's just kind of a what do you call that? Just like something that is. Like a like a like a showpiece that you have that is yeah, just so you, you know, have a Famicom yeah yeah kind of it's like a, more of a tchotchke than anything else yeah, but it's nice to display it's 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 fun I like it um I'm not I'm not gonna get rid of it I'm gonna hold on to it and see if I can fiddle with it more um but I I got this partially in response to the fact that I picked up another CRT and so I wanted to test a Famicom out on it um, just because why not. Um, and I'm just a sucker at lately. Like we joke about my son having an obsessive personality. And as I say, I don't know where he gets it from, but you know, we're getting uh, knee deep in here when it comes to uh, CRT televisions. So I, we will show a picture here, but I picked up a Sony KV 1946 R, which I learned from our friend scuba Steve 
that R stands for remote. That it had that it comes that, with, that it comes with a remote. So that's what the R stands for. But it's a TV from 1981. I found it on Marketplace. I paid 50 bucks for it. And the lady told me she bought it when she moved into her house. And now she was retiring and leaving. And so it has to go. But it's been in the same place for 41 years. Just <laughs> sitting there. That's wild. Just sitting in one place. There, it's got the, the, the faux wood paneling that is actually like thick. It looks like it's called simulated wood grain. And it's in perfect shape. With the handles on the sides too. Yeah. yeah. But it's an absolutely, like, I, I was like, I can't believe this is in the condition that it's in. The system works, or the the TV works phenomenally. There's a little bit of a purity issue in one of the corners, and the the linearity is a little bit off. So when you go when you're scrolling up, you can kind of see it stretch a little bit at the top, but nothing that you really are going to be concerned with with a, with a TV this this old. And it's um, I'm just I don't know I just I love it. So I want to create another corner. Like every room should have <laughs> seven corners, so you can put seven CRTs in them. But alas, most rooms only have four. Yeah, you'd knock this wall out and then make it like you know have like three corners. You know, yeah, yeah. Extend it out that way. That's it. That's what <laughs> you got to do. I mean, what anything to get more room for more CRTs is what I say. So it's it's kind of I don't know. Hey, well, I mean, I can end, it's up, kind take, of fun I can end up taking that. Yeah, you'll be you'll, you'll end up you'll, taking that, and you'll have room for more CRTs over there. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> to talk about, baby. Yeah, pounds, baby. So yeah, it's 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 a vintage set. What's funny is I saw a commercial um, about this, not this specific TV, but these old Sony's from the early '80s and late '70s, and it, like the commercials, like a guy is like a baby, he's like a little baby, and they have the TV. And then he becomes like a young kid and then a teenager and then a guy in his 20s. With the same TV. Same TV sitting there. <laughs> Carrying He's it to college. Thir- thir- 30s. No, same same area. And then he becomes like an old man. He's still watching the TV. And then the next one is just a skeleton. And the TV's still on. That's how long they last. It's like, it's like you'll never have to buy another TV again. Yeah, they're not wrong. So, I don't know. It's still, it's still chugging away. So And it's not going to get that much use. It's just kind of little bits in here. But... I mean, even RF only, there's something about it that is a vintage. Like, I would never want to mod a TV mm-hmm. like that. I would want to just keep it exactly as it is and use only RF only consoles on it. So, this is something I'd want to do, like Atari, um, ColecoVision, if I have one that's got an RF, Turbo Graphics, Genesis, NES, like that kind of stuff would be what I would use on that on that television. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we're, we got like, you know, the the... The, the, the crazy professional CR, CRTs here, and then we also got like, you know, not, I wouldn't call it basic for back then, but I would call it, you know, when we think about video quality, RF only is like usually considered a throwaway. Mm-hmm. But I've been seeing, I've been seeing people like flexing on these like, you know, wood grain televisions, yeah. but you can't really do it if it's like a console TV. Yeah. Like those are just ridiculous like a, like a console what do you mean like a furniture piece that's oh, got oh, those, that's got the, the television those, inside oh, those huge ones you yeah, know yeah, what i'm yeah. talking about yeah, yeah yeah we had one yeah. you know your mom would put the vcr and a plant on top you know what i mean like we put actually put the tv on top of that one. Oh we yeah did, we did it that way yeah i mean it was those things had like to the, be like tv on the tv yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah it was a huge wood grain one and it fit right in this like cubby in our living room and then we just Put another TV on top of it when that one stopped working. <laughs> it's just a piece of furniture yeah. at this point. I mean, the things that were like those things had to be like over two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they were big. <laughs> so there's a lot of places that had them like that. <laughs> just put a smaller nineteen inch TV on top. Yeah, so we did. I think we had like a twenty seven inch like, TV on top. So of that I was one. I was looking at just like the inflate this TV from when it came out, and I think it'd be like about a two thousand dollar TV Dang. in today's market. What was it? Two hundred fifty back then. 
yeah, something like that. Three three fifty, something like that. Somewhere in there in that range for really that much? Yeah. Back then. Hmm. Seems wild. I mean think <laughs> about what a TV costs today though. People are spending two grand on TVs. On OLEDs. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. <laughs> Not people I know. <laughs> two grand? That's wild. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but yeah. Uh, anyways, it's a lot of fun, and uh, if they're out there, man, I don't know. Just keep your eyes peeled, and then you can find them. You got to be neurotic like me, and kind of obsessive, and then you know you can find really anything. Um, Ryan, you've got a, a nice stack there. Oh boy, I omitted some, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's try to keep it to retro stuff. <laughs> yeah, I took some off. Yeah. Uh, so these are. Uh, I'm liking these, these PS1 pickups. Yeah. Let's talk about those. All right. So. Oh, jeez. All right, so the first thing I actually got this pretty recently was uh, I picked up Point Blank 2 for oh, yes. PS1, which uh, I really like the light gun games. I just have to find another... Love Point Blank. Got to find another gun con to play it. I just found a Justifier, which... Does that work with it? No, you need a gun con, but that's fine, because I will find I have a... Uh, like, last year I, I picked up Area 51 with like the two yellow guns. Which, mm. which ones are those? Cobras? Two yellow guns. Is that the Cobra? I don't Maybe. know which ones they are. I don't know if it would work with uh, that. I don't know if I ever played Point Blank. It's really good. It's like uh, I know, I know. It. I, I yeah. remember they're almost like, they're almost like mini. They're almost like mini games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mini I, I don't games, think I've ever played them though. Yeah, like shooting gallery type stuff. It's kind of hard actually. Yeah, they're, because they're timed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're 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 a little difficult. I tried to play the first and second one, and and with the little guy when he was like five, and he was like, "Daddy, this is too hard. I don't know what I'm doing." <laughs> mm-hmm. So maybe we could go back into it, but yeah, they're 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 definitely. Like Japan games, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're cool. Yeah, yeah. So I was glad I picked that one up. Uh, the next thing it was, I was surprised it showed showed up as quick as it did. Was uh, Gargoyles Remastered for mm. Nintendo Switch? Nice. Which for Nintendo Switch for Sega Genesis? Which I cannot believe that they did, and I was so excited because it's one of my favorite games from that era. Because I loved Gargoyles as a kid. Still, it's a phenomenal show. That's one I want to eventually get. It's um, funny to me Gargoyles. that they only made that for Genesis and not Super Nintendo. Yeah, but you can get there's like a couple different versions on here. Um, Why there's other versions of Gargoyles? Yeah, well, I guess like different tweaks they did to it. Uh, um, it's really good though. I've been playing that one a little bit. It's fantastic remaster. Definitely cool if you can find it. It's probably not super expensive because it just came out. And Limited Run's been better with their quantities lately. So, Not so limited. Speaking mm-hmm. of Limited Run, this one was a year in the waits. Oh. was uh, Radiant Silver Gun yeah. uh, on yes. Switch. <laughs> the fantastic shooter from Treasure. Just, oh, Treasure, huh? Yep. Fin- oh, such a good shooter. Um, they don't make anything bad. I guess not. I had to wait a little longer because I guess they were putting a new remix of the soundtrack on the cart um, mm. that I guess the original composer worked on. So that's pretty cool um, that they did that. Uh, definitely, you can still get it pretty easily on, I think, most digital storefronts too. But Radiant Silver Gun, if you like shooters, it's it's a must. must it's, a brand, it's a brand new game? <clears throat> no, it's Radiant not- Silver Gun was, uh, I think, Saturn originally. Oh, really? In, Japanese uh, yeah, Saturn. Yeah, J- Japanese Saturn only. This is, this is the game that in 1999, 2000, 2001 was going for over $100 mm-hmm. back then. Mm. Yeah. You know? And then they ported it. Originally, uh, it came out on Xbox 360 Arcade Online. Oh, Xbox. No, yeah, and then... Recently, they did this re-release on a few different systems. So interesting, definitely. I, I don't, that's the one I haven't heard of. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. 
Another PS1 game is Dragon Valor. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome action RPG. Definitely I love this game. cool find. I love this game. Uh, which used to find it with the manual and everything, but this disc is loose. I love this game. And, um, is this 98 or 99? Uh, this is 99. So this is yeah. right before PS2, but... Definitely yeah, a this, cool pickup. This is another one of those like I'm I'm saving up for Dreamcast, but I can't ignore how awesome this game is. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was one of them, and then also uh, uh, Silent Bomber mm-hmm. was the it was another one that I just couldn't ignore. They were just that cool looking of games at that, that that late kind of late era mm-hmm. PlayStation were game. They, were they really mastered? programming for the system yeah and it's not that the that the let's say the graphics are anything to write home about in dragon valor but they're 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 really bright and vibrant and it's a 3d slasher which is kind of cool and then the the relationships that you the light relationship like sim portion where you have to pick a wife and then from that relationship your son is the next warrior in the next level mm-hmm. um and it just kind of keeps going you know through that until you end up with a uh, you, you must know. slay her. Yes. The dragon. <laughs> you gotta unleash the dragon. I don't think they wanna. What else you got, Ryan? <laughs> Alright, uh, two more. I got this one I was surprised to get. It's Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. Fire! On Nintendo DS. Yo, it's fire, yo. It is the first Fire Emblem game uh, from Japan, and it's kind of like basically ported to the DS. Um, they it's did the first Fire Emblem? First Fire Emblem. Oh. Because we never really got it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, all you got to do is just rip off Shining Force, and then you end up with a game called Fire Emblem. Oh, but pam, 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 although this technically fired. came out before that, because I forget what it originally. I think it was uh, yeah, Super before. Famicom. Yeah, you're thinking about Advance Wars. Um, but they actually did re-release this <laughs> on Switch for a limited time. You're thinking about Famicom Wars, <laughs> but Famicom Wars. For those people that missed out on it, it's unfortunately the only physical way is the uh, DS port. That's cool. Yep. This that's got to be a, a a penny. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a couple, couple, couple bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's Damn what I figured. A couple pesos, you know. Because I mean, it's you know, it's a, it's Fire Emblem on the DS. It's probably something that is didn't ha- have like massive quantities. Yeah, it's funny too because this is like Nintendo first party. But it like, is, but it's not. It's a niche, niche well, kind of game. It was at the time. Yeah, it's becoming more popular sure. in the states. But yeah, at the time, it was definitely not what it is now. And then the last thing I picked up. Oh, wow. Chrono Cross. <laughs> oh, PETA. I already had this, but I didn't have the green label one. Which everybody's got to have the greatest hits line. Well, I'm trying to get a complete Normally set. we're going in the other direction. but <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get a complete set of the greatest hits games for PS1 because I like the cabbage. So I really want to get my full cabbage collection. The lime greens. Now, what is, your, what is your opine on uh, Chrono Cross versus uh, the first one? Mm. Chrono Trigger? Yeah. I like Chrono Cross a little more because I like the artwork better. This is this is another this is actually another late era PlayStation game yeah. that I bought that the graphics actually were amazing in the like the sunset on on like the on their you know their tones when they when you're seeing those scenes that, that are real time. I mean they're mm-hmm. real time scenes, mm-hmm. but you're just like man this this game is so beautiful I can't ignore it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the PlayStation is so cool about that. Like just the progression of that system, like I have, I'm I'm developing more appreciation for it over time. That, you know, I just I guess I wasn't focused on, you know. But there's so much cool stuff that was late era stuff, like Vagrant Story and mm-hmm. like Final Fantasy, 
nine. Uh, nine. Like some of that late stuff is just like choice, really good stuff. They mastered the console, and I don't think a lot. I mean, Dragon Valor might be more expensive now, but I don't think Chrono Cross is that expensive. No, that's the one nice thing is Square Enix still does reprints of their stuff. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So they don't do it <laughs> no, in yeah, like massive yeah, no, prints. No. no wait, yeah. wait, 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 but every wait, wait. You're freaking me out right now. Literally, you're, t- you're telling me that they'll press new PlayStation One discs pre-pandemic in 2017, no. 2018. You c- they still had Final Fantasy uh, Nine, this no. eight and seven on no. the website. Yes, no, yes. That I don't believe you. You can look it up. Hit really? The, hit the Google, dude. I'm serious. They were making they were making this thing. The you greatest got- hits one, and it was on regular CDs. They weren't black CDs, but yes. Where? How? Where? Where did you find it? Where were they selling them? On SquareEnix.com. Play, like, NTSC? Yes. How? They were on Amazon, too. That's wild to me. I know. You could still you could still get PS2 games on their website, too. From Square Enix? Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's... How much were they selling them for? 20 bucks. That blows my mind. Yeah. That they were selling new... Well, the, what is it? The... The company that made Yakuza did reprints of all the original Yakuza's too a couple years back. I can't believe that's why because well, they realized I know that, they, that was the case. Well, they realized, hey, hey if if we can make more, we're not going to make as much money off of you know resales. Of but I stuff. love that. Like that's smart. Yeah. Like Sega could do that, which we're going to talk about Sega here because that's, right. that's our main topic. But mm-hmm. man, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I gotta get me a copy of Chrono Cross. I, I gave it to uh, a guy who was doing some mods for me back in the day. It's a hatness. Um, I wanted to talk real quick before we, we kind of start to tie this episode up. You guys, did you guys hear, I mean, you guys must have heard about, and now anybody listening has heard of, um, the new retro tank that came out, mm-hmm. the retro tank 4k, oh, I've seen it which sold end. out right away. Nobody could get it. $750 for this thing. Yeah. I think I told you that when they first announced it, I was like, I, I sent you the thing. I was like, whew, man. So. Um, the, the, some of the people that I follow are talking about how this is like this is the end of CRTs. Like we're not going to need CRTs anymore with this RetroTing 4K thing, which m- might there it is, which might be true. But first of all, how are you going to play light gun games right now? I don't know if the technology is there yet. Yeah. And number two, it's seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a big investment. Just to just to mm. just to play games a little bit a little bit better. Now listen. Hats off. Congratulations, Mike Chi. <laughs> like, he has done everything you possibly could want or imagine in this scaler to make it so that all of the stuff that we use can be saved and and preserved for the future. And so I'm very thankful for that. I'm really, 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 really thankful for that. I, I have to see this thing because... If it's on a level of a CRT, I need to know that. Like, I want to see this this thing. Not to say that I would buy it right away, but like, you know, I've had the Frame Meister for a while. I like it, but it was not as good as a CRT. It's it's good, but it almost has an emulated look to it, which is fine, right? Especially if you're playing with a lot of people. We want to play NBA Jam, get everybody on the couch. That's how I want to play that game, right? But if you have your choice when you're playing games. You want to play it on a CRT because there's just something about the the en- the energized screen, um, 
yeah, there's some, you turn it on. There's something about that, obviously, the scanline effect and, and the phosphors and all of that stuff and how it draws the image. And well, especially if you if you grew up gaming on a, a regular TV, too. I don't know. Maybe it's different for uh, young who, who the didn't Zoomers. play on they, that. They so, didn't grow up with the NES. Yeah, they so, didn't grow up with the Super Nintendo. That's what I'm saying. So, like, maybe, like, that's not... You know, they maybe I don't know. I, I, I don't the only people I know are my age that like game, you know what I mean? Right. So I don't know if like there's maybe a younger crew that Well, you I, have I, some I, younger younger customers that are getting into Atari and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and like that but where do they play them? Where does he play at uh, those games? The young honest, kids? I think they just play them on their flat screens, honestly, because well, like, yeah, the average person doesn't really an RF only? Well Atari that's the that's the thing with a lot of the RF stuff. Um, at least the older, older stuff. It really doesn't look that bad. It can it can play on a it's, on a cause flat it, screen because you're running it through the coax anyways. It's so just it's like straight it's, lines. Yeah, it's know? really there's not ton, a ton to blur because it's such a basic image. Mm. So I've played them on big flat screens and they really don't look bad. It's playable. Um, yeah, maybe just a little fuzzy, but like it's Atari, but barely. Yeah. yeah, it's so. I mean, really, you you run into more issue when you deal with like. Um, like the later stuff. That's mm-hmm. when you get that real fun and exciting just NES. mashed potato yeah. all over the screen. Those games are not meant to be played that way. Um, at least the NES, Genesis, Super Nintendo. I mean, 64 you know. is probably the most notorious. 64 is the worst out of all of them. It's because how, how it does video is so unique. Yeah. But it also blows when it comes to Looks doing great on a CRT, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks awesome on a CRT. And it also will fry your GPU on your computer if you try to use it on an emulator. Yeah. But I just, you know, so I, I'm really thankful that he did it, and it sounds like it's everything that everybody could hope for, but it is really expensive, and I, I wonder if this is the kind of thing that is going to really even go down in price, because it just seems like for the amount of demand that there is, is there really going to be an, uh, enough demand to drive down costs that there's going to be that much production, the wheels are going to be spinning that much that it's like, okay, we've reached scale now. It's like, mm. they have to buy the, he's got to buy the FPGA cores to put in there. Well, if you, uh, well, if you look at all the other ones they've made, they've never gone down in price. Like the 5X? Even the basic one that you have, it's still the same. I think it's actually more expensive now because just yeah. the cost of everything went up, Right, you know? Actually, because I got rid of I I got rid of mine and I I, I think I made like a hundred dollars on it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I sold geez. it because I didn't need it because I had the CRT. I was like, what do I need this to scale? What about the OSSC? Did you get rid of that? I know I still have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just haven't got around to it, that. With it's that, an operation, dude. It's a friggin' operation. Yeah, with that you have to you know, get the the micro SD card and load all the profiles into it and then put it in. So this already has the profiles. in No, it. I understand. I understand the four the four K has it's everything. Like, it's like a plug and play, and it's got it's like, like the five X. It's got the like the, the the blurring feature in terms of like what a CRT is. It even breaks down because the pixels are so small, and there's you know two thousand one hundred and sixty of them across the whole screen. It can actually like fake the the phosphor effect mm-hmm. and apparently that is supposed to be like CRT level and it's like man I, I can't even fathom that that's awesome and I kind of have to see it but at the same time the screen is not going to have that energized look and because first of all I don't want to spend 750 if I don't have to <laughs> and I just I love gaming on these old monitors that I'll probably keep it that way, at least for the time being, and just use, continue to use the Framemeister. But I still need to see. I need to see this. Like, if it's that good, I got to check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, the, the thing is, too, is it's one of those things where it's like... I don't know where I'll see it. Like, where am I going to see it? Yeah, it's, 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 Retro Games Plus can get one. 
Yeah, you, you, can't, no. you can't you can't see it in a video. Not for, it's not yeah, for, but you not also need in order to take advantage of that. Not only do you need the RetroTink 4K, you also need an OLED screen mm. that's 4K yeah. that has HDR and all this stuff to be able to take advantage of that. Because if you're running a 1080 screen that doesn't have that high density, you're mm. not going to be able to get the effects of the, what the 4K does. Mm -hmm. So it's like the amount of money you'd have to spend is we're talking like three grand upwards of, of three grand. To be able to have that experience, if that is the case, again, I don't. I gotta see this with my with my own eyes. But apparently, it's supposed to be that 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 level, like that good, where it's like, don't worry about the CRTs going out because if they do, we've got a solution. Which thank thank you. I mean, that's awesome because these things ain't gonna last forever. But still, it's like I can't believe that this happened. I can't believe that they got this far. One of the features I'm really thankful for on it, and I don't know if the 5X has this, is it's got a VGA port. Mm -hmm. And I love that because that means you can play no, Dreamcast I'm natively. The, the the other one doesn't. Right, I, th I don't think it does. It just has like SCART component. But this thing, the 4K, has got like SCART, VGA component, composite, S video. It's got HDMI in and out. HDMI cool. in and out. It's got everything. DVD video. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was watching. Um, My Life in Gaming was doing a video on it that was very I thorough. I, I watched that one. I watched Eight Bit Esquire, and he was like. The only thing you need need a CRT for at this point is the light gun. And he, in a video two months ago, he was talking about how like PVMs are not they, they there's still a huge like reason why you'd want to have one of those things. Mm. You cannot make the scan lines. You can't make the black levels and all that and everything that it does. Like like I'm sorry, but like those can't be replaced yet. And then two months later, he's like, I guess I was wrong. You don't need mm -hmm. them anymore. So it's like. I gotta see this thing now. Like for you to make that video, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta see what we're talking about here because that's that is a next that is a next level move. Well, I liked too. You they know? were talking about how like even with modern stuff that has retro style games, you can add those effects to it. Yes, which is awesome. Yeah, like Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, you can yeah. add like the the scan lines and the phosphor filters and all that stuff to make it look like it's legitimately from the era, which is really cool. <clears throat> And I, and I, from what I understand, like, look like, what you just said, look like, is not even the right term. It's like, it's like, everything about it is, is what you would think in a CRT. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, well, now I gotta, now I gotta see what, what we're working with here. Mm -hmm. Now, this is, this is a little, little crazy here. So I just don't know. It's like, you'd have to, you'd have to um, know somebody who has, I know Marcelo was trying to get one and it sold out. What? Oh, he was? He was trying to get one. He couldn't get it. Uh -huh. So, I guess yeah. their site was having a lot of issues where it kept crashing because I kept seeing things on like, mm. the Reddits and stuff of like, yo, I added my cart for like two hours and it just kept crashing and crashing. And I'm like, well, that's bad web design. That's not really their fault necessarily. Mm. It's wild. People are going crazy for it, which is good. I'm glad. I, I, yeah. hope, I hope Mike makes a lot of money from it and I hope he can continue to develop it and hopefully maybe at some point bring the cost down a little bit if, if things open continue to open up. Maybe these FPGA cores get a little bit more ex inexpensive because now they're not just using them there. They're using them in so many different components. Mm -hmm. So maybe that helps drive cost a little bit down. Um, you know, if it, if it got down to like 500 I might, I might think about it. That's that's a that's a big leap. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> jump there. Well, I could probably sell my frame meister and make a few dollars for no, it. No, I'm saying no. I'm saying in terms of them dropping the price, that's like a a third. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a huge. Uh, that's a huge drop. Um, speaking of real quick, did speak because you have the shirt on. Mm. I I watched it last night. I don't know if you saw it yet. Um, GameSack, they did the um, oh no the analog duo. Oh, I saw that. I saw that it was there. I didn't. I didn't uh, watch the video yeah, yet. Yeah, it was. It's like 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah, it looks. 
pretty sweet. Yeah, it plays okay. the carts and and the discs and the discs at it the same pretty time. Pretty much plays like everything. Um, they I'm, even said there's a what the ever the drive the turbo mm-hmm. what do they call it the turbo, turbo, Everdrive. turbo Everdrive, yeah. yeah they said that if you, if you take like the plate off the top of it you can fit it in and you can play okay. all the games on it so yeah it looks, looks looks pretty cool I mean analogs known for their they're known for doing notch. yeah yeah good stuff it's, I think it's like two fifty that's not that. bad yeah it's I've funny. been debating on a pocket myself it's funny because <laughs> I have a I have a RGB modded Turbo Graphics sixteen coming in for Marcelo. To use with the uh, with the Turbo Graphics CD on the PVM. <laughs> Did you send him yours? He's sending me one that he had that already had like a bad RF. So oh, really? He, so you mod the RF where the RF goes. You mod it for RGB. Yeah. And I have the you know the switcher there, so I'm gonna use it. Oh, nice. On the PVM. Yeah. So nice. <laughs> so instead of getting an analog, I'm getting a actual yeah. Turbo Graphics. No, I'm just saying they just put the video. I literally it came out last night and I watched it last night. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice, man. Yeah, but the VGA port I think is cool because it breathes new life into the Dreamcast. I think people can can now, you know, well, I say I want to say more easily. It's really expensive to get the 4K, but it's a way, it's an easy way where you don't need anything extra if you don't want with the Dreamcast because there's always there's the DC HDMI, which is like a popular thing to do. Mm-hmm. But if you just want to plug in a VGA cord, you can just do that, and it'll it. You can let the tank take care of it in terms of the upscaling. Oh, tank, tank. <laughs> yeah, because um, I've I've got like a gecko or a I forget what it's called from the Bahar Bros, which is I think it looks awesome. And and oh, didn't I get you that? Yeah, I think so for like Christmas, Christmas? Like yeah, last yeah, year, yeah. Or the year before. Or yeah, yeah. Um, I think it looks awesome, but you know, I I like that they put the VGA port. There's just so much thoughtfulness that he put into it. Just such a cool thing. So we'll see if Marcelo gets one. I'll ask him how he what he thinks of the. Uh, what the effects are. I mean, I'm sure. Uh, so obviously he's going to get one at some point, you know, because he, he wants one. So it's a matter of supply. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll try to get an update for you guys. So to, to, <laughs> to, to, to finish out the episode, um, sort of, maybe we'll have a little Christmas memory thing uh, for Ryan, but I want to talk about the Sega announcement. So if you guys were paying attention, <laughs> no, I told you about it. <laughs> Trent told me about it. I didn't even know that it was the case, but I didn't Se- either. Sega, I, I, you sent it to me, and you're like, Sega's got a huge announcement. I'm like, what? They're getting bought by Xbox? Like, <laughs> oh, big deal! Like, that's awesome. I'm so glad. It's it's the place video game companies go to die. Microsoft. Sorry. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just like I just feel like the video game industry, the modern video game industry, has just been such so watered down that I don't know. That's what happens when you conglomerate everything into one. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I know, like you told me, Starfield was such a disappointment, and it—you it, can tell that it, it's like the best way I can describe. Which was it. supposed to be like their big game. It was supposed this, to be like this their, is the best way I describe it. Starfield is what you. It's do, not good for gaming when no, when that happens. It's what happens when you literally. It's like you took the idea of No Man's Sky and put it into an AI bot and said, "Make this game," and mm. that's what came out. Yeah, and I'm not trying to like cast dispersions or like anything on the devs because it's not the devs' fault. Because most of these devs are like. They're just doing the best they can, and they're working under these executives who are just like, push it out, push it out, push it out, you know? The suits. You know, who are usually <laughs> 30-something accountants that don't know what they're talking about, but, like, the, and I think the problem with Starfield is, like, there's a game that did it by a very small team many years earlier, a thousand percent better, and that's No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, well, it was crap at launch. I'm like, I played it at launch. It wasn't crap. It wasn't what they promised, but it definitely wasn't crap. Well, now they that game sells for still sixty dollars. Oh, that game! The amount of free content they've added to that game is insane. 
Literally, they, they I was I was above and beyond mind boggled playing it with you when you brought it over. I mm-hmm. was like, I don't, I, I'm just scratching the surface here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm doing. It's it can, it, but I can see how once it sinks its teeth into you, how it won't let go. I can see that. Mm-hmm. You know, I would probably lose my job if I got oh, really yeah, deep into you that. You could go. You could spend hours, hours, days. Just remember the remember the Russian guy who lost his job because he played too much Fallout Four, mm-hmm. and then like his wife left him. Oh, this would be worse. <laughs> it's there's so much more. It's insane the amount of content, and it's fantastic. Hello Games did a phenomenal job, and, and that game's like seven years old. Well, when you do when you create a formula correctly the first time, and you just refine it, it's all you need to do. Something but how do they market that game Something still? Bethesda should really, really focus on. Get away from Fallout 76. No one plays. Do, do, does does uh, No Man's Sky still sell? Like, are they, oh, 100%. Really? Oh, yeah. Every time I get a copy, it's gone. Really? Yeah. Can you get it in, like, like a GameStop? Like, do they sell new copies? Uh, you might be able to get it new somewhere. Um, like, I'm saying, how do they market that game? Because it's so good, and it does I mean, really, everything really, that was done from... Like they've done, they've patched it with VR. They've done, yeah. they've done for the, well, the for, PS5. It, it's like so. There's all these patches that make it like next level, like a next level game. Why, why are we not hearing about that being marketed more often? Well, I know it does really well too because they a few years back they ported it to Xbox mm. and PC, and that was huge because now it's it's on Game Pass as well. Oh, so okay. if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you'll that's get funny. You have ga- it, you have a better version of Starfield on its own service. On its own, yeah, on its own service that was made seven years before. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's. It. So the Sega announcement. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Um. Anyway. So we got an announcement for a new Jet Set Jet Grind Radio is how how I knew it. Um, Jet Grind Radio, Golden Axe, Shinobi, um. Crazy Taxi? Crazy, Crazy Taxi and Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. And I'll, you sent me the video the next morning, yeah, and, I, and I watched it, and I f- immediately felt a sense of just, like, hope. <laughs> 20, I, 24 I was, years later? Yeah, Whoever like, is running Sega right now is really pushing that... N- it's like the that mid-90s... Or no, sorry. Late 90s. Yeah, mid, mid-90s. To early nineties, mid Sega. to early nineties. With they got the Sega screen back, they got the eye back in yeah. all the marketing. Like it's fantastic. At the end of the video, they got go Sega. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So I, I just had like this this little tingle of of <laughs> in my loins. Oh, I'm yeah. It's like that little kid in me is just like this is what I wanted when I was like sixteen when yeah. the, when the Dreamcast, Dreamcast was coming out. And none of them came out, and like. <laughs> None of those franchises got the respect <laughs> that they deserved, and I kind of well, I kind of no respect because none of them came. I, well, I mean, obviously. So Shinobi like, came out as a as a 3D game, but I kind of like the idea that so the, the the version of Shinobi looks like a pen and paper style game mm-hmm. that is a two dimensional game, which I think Shinobi works really well because of how quick it is to be a two dimensional style game. So I'm really interested in that because Shinobi. Uh, um, Shadow Dancer, uh, Revenge of Shinobi, Shinobi Three, right? These are these are masterpieces, right? These are these are legendary games that are fantastic for a reason. And the two D style, I still haven't played the the PlayStation Two port, the 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 three oh, D one. That's the one I've. I hear I it's really up. good. It's really hard. It's but, freaking hard. But I hear it's it's really good. Um, but those two D versions are like that is. The culmination, I think that's like Peak that's the that, that's the ape that's the apex. Yeah. So I think making that a two dimensional game is a really smart move, um, because I think that's 
that moves the needle, I think, a little bit more now that you've gone 3D. And then if you look at games like Golden Axe and, and Streets of Rage, this is where I was the most excited. Those are 3D. Because they're 3D versions, but they look like they're made... Like, I looked at Streets of Rage, and I was like, this is Fighting Force. Mm-hmm. Like, it's only like a few seconds. But I'm like, yeah. now if they just make Fighting Force better... <laughs> yeah. Like, here's the thing. Well, I, here's the thing. Hope so they, made, they made Dynamite Cop, and they made Die Hard Arcade, which is exactly the engine you'd want to use... For Streets of Rage. For yeah. Streets of Rage, just make it Streets of Rage, right? Mm-hmm. And, and give it that Streets of Rage tilt... I don't care if it moves a little bit slower. I'm okay with that. Put a run button in, right? Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what we want. Like, Streets of Rage 4, amazing, fantastic. We can't say enough good things about it. Great game, great music. Love it, right? But we've all felt that little thing that's missing, right? <laughs> like, it, 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 maybe I'm wrong, but I've felt it. Like, I felt like we, we deserve... Yeah, well, it never went. It never went to the next level. We deserve literally. a 3D Streets of Rage. Yeah, it never went. It just stayed in the yeah. Right, like that. Like for as good as those 2D versions, where you could, that is one where you could see it easily transferring over to a three dimensional version of it. And they did it. That's the funny thing is they did it with Die Hard Arcade. They just could have mm-hmm. literally changed. They could have done the same engine, the same everything, just change the models. And, and, you know, obviously you're not going to do the, the crazy over-the-top diehard arcade action. Yeah. But just make it Streets of Rage, and they would have had it during the Saturn era. Yeah. Right? I mean, I love, I, I'm not saying I loved, but I, I like the one on 60, the Fighting Force 64. I like fight, Fighting Force. Yeah, it's a little slow, but, like, those are the... That's but they're the right up our alley, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so they're going to have to make it a little bit more... Um, for the for the common, you know, like it's gonna have to be more action packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean. But I, I welcome that too. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm excited for that. Golden Axe again, a few seconds, but they've they've just got to they've got to they've got to tie up the presentation a little bit and make the action a little bit a little bit more tighter than I think their previous 3D efforts. I think they made a crappy one on PS2 that was part of the Sega Ages line or something like uh, that. They probably shopped it out to a third party. There was Golden Axe Beast Rider, which didn't feel like a Golden Axe game at all. So if they can can find a way, the graphics look really good Mm -hmm. in that. They don't have to be like crazy. They just have to be Mm -hmm. really good. If they can find a way to make that work, like that is something that would reinvigorate me for modern gaming. And it's just so funny that it's something from the past that's got to get me excited about the future. Yeah. Because that says a lot about where gaming is at. But those two games I was most excited for because they're they're the genre that I like the most. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I wonder what they're going to do in terms of uh, like releasing. I mean, are they all going to be individual games or... I like, would think so. I would hope I'm so. I'm sure they will. I yeah. think that those games deserve to be their own release, and I think that you're going to be able to capture. Gonna, you think they're going to be full price, like sixty dollars games? Mm. Sega's usually pretty good with pricing. I mean, because I think I think it shouldn't be sixty. I think it should be somewhat more measured, but I don't think it can be marketed as a discounted game. No, no I know. So they got to be careful about how they market it. I, I think it should be primo. Um, um, in the way of like the presentation and the marketing and the expectation, but if they take ten bucks off or twenty bucks off and don't even say anything, I think that's okay. I, I'd rather them do that and make them individual releases. Once you start doing compilations, it's over. No, I know you're over. You're done. But just it's just the way they like they. It means your ball. You like, don't have the balls. They announce all five games at once. I, you know I, what I mean? Yeah, but I think they're still going to do them as individual. No, releases. I, I know. Yeah, it's. 
It just says like, oh, it's, it's like the Sega Smash Pack or something. You know, they announce all five games right. at once. You know what I mean? Um, I will tell you that I never, and I, this is a game I'd like to get, um, but I never got to play it back in the day because it just, you know, there was so many awesome games on the Dreamcast and we only had so much money. But a game, if I had a chance to go back to to grab would have been Jet Grind Radio. Just because of that sort of rhythm, sort of of like of like, you know, you're kind of traversing this area, and it's got the music, and you're doing these. That was like the cell shit. The graffiti, style, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it had a real neat look to it, and obviously it's carried forward. Sega was hitting on all cylinders. It's just so funny how they went from like nothing was stopping them in terms of game development during that era to then what the hell happened? It just like ended. It was like what. You know what I mean? Like, what what was that? It's like we were just we were just crushing, and then once our hardware left, it's like we lost our way completely. <laughs> you know, so like to that is a game that I would be interested in, in, in picking up. You know, actually, all of these games, I'm excited about all of them. Even Crazy Taxi is another one that would be would be a fun romp. And maybe they just have different price points for the different games. I, you I know? would think they are gonna. I'm just I'm, I'm just putting it out there. Double maybe. pack. No, 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 that they might throw in the original release in like each game. Or that something. is a way to, that's a way to build, that, that's a great idea. Yeah, you know. That's a great idea. Put in those old games or maybe whatever, that you unlock them as yeah, you go through. Yeah, like, you know, like the idea yeah. of the, 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 the advertise that, advertise yeah, that. So yeah, like, yeah. like, hey, listen, with Shinobi, if you, if you uh, get through the, the second level, you get, you unlock the original Shinobi from the arcade. Mm-hmm. You know, something really cool like that that we never got. Yeah. And then you unlock you know, Shadow Dancer or whatever, and like make it make it that cool thing. It's like you get f- six games in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. They should, but I mean, you gotta unlock yeah. it by beating they the. That. They should do that. But all of these games have history, so why not do that and just unlock these old Especially games? Especially with like Golden Axe and Streets of Rage. You know, there's multiple versions like Shinobi. What about the Revenge of Death Adder? Yeah, because that never got really released. That was an arcade like, game, right? Yeah, they yeah, made yeah. the one up version of it, but that would be cool to be able to play on your couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then uh, oh, they said crazy ta- crazy taxi yeah. is another one to do it. Yeah, do yeah. do the retro bit controllers work on the modern systems? Yeah, like PS Five. Pretty sure. Yeah, they're Bluetooth. No, this is a two point. I have the two point four one that Trenton got me for Christmas one year. I, is it you have a USB? I'll, thing? I'll, I'll buy a Bluetooth one for I, it. I don't I, care. I was saying, it, as long as it has the USB thing, I think it, it does, does have the USB. Yeah, thing. I'm pretty but, sure. But like that's one where I would I would use my my Saturn or Genesis style controller. And that's what I would use to mm-hmm. play those games because that's what I want to play. I want to play with a D-pad. Mm-hmm. I don't care even if it's the 3D Streets of Rage. I want to play that game with a D-pad. I don't want to use a, an analog stick for mm-hmm. it. But I don't know. I came away from this this little clip <laughs> with some hope. Twenty four years later, just a later, feeling of like, hey, maybe 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 something a clocks right twice a day mm-hmm. that's broken. I don't or maybe or maybe we're restarting the engine. Maybe there's mm-hmm. something going on there, like you said. But I don't know if you guys have any other ideas. But I think. It was a very smart, it was a very smart little little teaser, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear more. Yeah, because they didn't really, they didn't really, they didn't say anything. It just it was like this, these games. Here's some like small footage, and then that was it, just to get get you excited about it. Take your time. I don't care how long it takes. <laughs> yeah. I got all I got is time. I feel like they've been I got a million you. games back here to play. All right. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna just end up popping in Doom and playing that forever anyway. So I got plenty of time. Get it right. And, and and give us something that we've been waiting for for over two decades, you know. But but I'm unless I'm hopeful. I, I got hope for the first time in this company called Sega in over two decades. So you know that's a, that's that's something, right? I mean, well, I think I was gonna say I think they've been like they've been testing these waters. I think for a while, 
with different franchises because you think I mean Sonic's been re-released how many times at this point Sonic sells though but that's what I'm saying <laughs> so they're realizing like oh this will sell and then they did uh, Super Monkey Ball too. they did two different love Monkey Ball man. two different games on that so they it's have like, so many franchises man S- S- Sega has so, so much Amigo. amazing stuff that they haven't leveraged you know yeah so I mean I think I think they're starting to realize like oh these we can we can work with these old IPs and mm-hmm. do really you know really good games so hopefully I'm excited to see this I'm, I'm hoping they don't compilation it I'm hoping we get individual releases those would look really dope no I'm sure it's gonna be I'm sure it's gonna be individual throw some of the arcade releases of yep. these games throw some of those in there maybe do like Jet Grind Radio Jet Set Radio as the uh, as the as the pack in for the new one mm-hmm. you know Crazy Taxi 1 and 2 throw that in there just give it value charge charge 60 bucks I don't care mm-hmm. like Put your money where your mouth is and make it right. Do it right. Let, make games that can stand on their own, but incentivize people by giving them these little carrots, you mm-hmm. know, because people like that stuff. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I mean, we don't know. We don't really don't know that much because we only got like just flashes, but it it looked to me like it was heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll get drips and drabs as we go. Yeah, I haven't seen anything else. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like any updated news about. Like releases or right. when or how but we'll long we'll, or... we'll track it through. We'll we'll report back to you guys kind of our perceptions. Um, but I I would say that the word if there's one word uh, that comes from it, it's hope. <laughs> um, and we do, we have nothing if we don't have hope, right? <laughs> yes, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I think we should just tie it up there. Um, yeah. I love Christmas. It's a it's it's a wonderful time. It's a time to indulge with friends and family. It's a time of hope, right? We've got we've got something to look forward to um, that is there for us. That uh, well, I'll just leave it there. Um, but but uh, it's a good time uh, to kind of reassess those things that you, that really matter. And and you know, I talk about video games mattering um, not because of the video games, but because of what it represents from our formative years and what we've what we've been through with these games. But also, you know, thinking about not only single player games, but like party games and bringing people together. Last year we had an epic uh, uh, tournament basically with, um, with, with Bomberman that um, was Saturn. With, with Saturn. Like seven, and, and, six, seven people. And, and so video games, when they bring people together, that's what, what makes it really special. And so the season is about togetherness. It's about love. It's about, it's about enjoying each other's company and being together. And if video games provide that, that is a blessing and a wonderful thing. So when I think about Christmas, if I think about just an overall, um, you know, just sort of feeling about it or what it means to me. It's that video games can provide so much joy in, in kind of enhancing our own personal relationships. And so that's what I'm so thankful about with this whole video game thing and, and, and why I always keep coming back to it because it just, there's nothing, there's nothing evil about most video games. I think it's just a good thing that uh, builds skills, builds togetherness and is there for you when you need it. And, and as long as it's, something that you're not abusing um, or, or using as a cudgel that uh, can be really fruitful. So mm-hmm. enjoy the holidays, play some really good party games, play some fun games, indulge a little bit, clear out some of that backlog a little bit and, um, and just have fun. That's play what this some, season's uh, about. Play some zero tolerance. We need to finish <laughs> up zero tolerance. We're, so we're going to, we're going to bring, we're going to bring this back where we're going to wrap up the year next time, our next recording in early yeah, January. The year review. We'll, we'll review the year and talk about, um, you know, some of our recap for it. And uh, so look out for that. 
Um, anything else that you guys wanted to share before we close up? I got a pizza that needs to be made. Oh, all right. Sounds like a plane. Wrap yeah. it up, B. All right. <laughs> and we will have you returning as well moving forward. Ryan will be on this show more permanently. And uh, if anybody's got a problem with that, let me know and I'll kick him off. <laughs> uh, with that, everybody, um, remember that everything good that we have, including this Christmas season and because of this Christmas season, comes from um, the Lord above. Be safe, be happy, be healthy, and as always, keep it turbo. <laughs>